Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, it's Paul Meyerhog from the Comedy Network and Comedy Central. You're listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 145 for Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How have you guys been since the last episode, huh? Have you guys been uh, good? Have you been bad? Has it been three minutes for you? Again, this is another late episode of the One Man Podcast, though it is only a few days late. Not as many as the last one was. Um, thanks for, for being here, guys. Thanks for listening. I will tell you all about what is going on for uh, the trip thus far. Episode, of course, being recorded in uh, Glasgow, Scotland. Across the pond, guys, I'm coming at you from international area <laughs> areas. I guess the States is international, too. But, you know, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Um, I got so much to tell you uh, this episode, and I've actually got to keep an eye on the clock because I've got some stuff. So if I do glaze over some things, well, you guys know what you can do, right? You go, Josh, that story sounded like it had more legs than that. Well, send me an, ep- uh, what, an episode. Send me an email to contact at onemanpodcast.com if at any point in this episode you feel like you need more than what you got. Okay, you let me know and I'll do what I can. Um, so what do I want to tell you about? I, I saw some movies, some on the plane, some on uh, some in the theater before I left. Um, I got some last minute things ready for my trip. I had another appointment with the therapist. Um, uh, I did a whiskey tasting with some friends. I uh, I will also tell you about the first few days here in Scotland, guys. I've got a big thing, a big show. Big show here lined up for you. So let me just, uh, I've even had to highlight that this because there's so many things that happened. I wrote them all down and then I had to sort of highlight uh, the ones that are in Scotland and the trip to Scotland and some of the ones that happened beforehand. So let's just, boom, kick this thing off with something nice and lighthearted. Uh, you know what? Let's get the therapist thing out of the way. I uh, went back to the therapist for a second time. Uh, I believe it was like the second part of our assessment or what have you. But um, at the end of the uh, session, he has decided that it is him and I will be working together. So he's not referring me to somebody else. I will be continuing to see him. Um, and uh, we're going to work on just growth overall. Like we were trying to sort of pinpoint what it is that I need to work on. And I think just growth as a human being at all. And of course, not physically, because I have grown quite large to begin with. So we got to work on shrinking physically growing internally. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hope it doesn't pull me apart in different directions. I'm going down the answer pull. Hey, whatever. Fucking stupid. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have gotten into the whiskey a little bit, just a wee little bit here. Having a drum. Um, mm, 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 mm. I, uh, Oh my God. That's good. I was drinking green tea for the recording of the last, of course, for the last episode. Jesus, is he drunk? Maybe. I'm actually, I'm not the slightest bit, but, um, 
the last episode, I was sipping green tea, and then I'm like, all right, well, we've got only a few days left here, and I've got some little little drams here that I need to get rid of. Get rid. No, no, no. Enjoy. Enjoy for the magic that they are. Um, so yeah, uh, I will be seeing the doctor again. Of course, I, I uh, rescheduled my appointment for this week, so I'm supposed to see him every week. I got a little time slot there, um, but I couldn't do it this week, of course. I'm, uh, I'm overseas, so figured all that shit out. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to be working on growth with him and I guess I'll tell you what I feel like I should tell you and kind of just leave everything that's, that's not, you know, I mean, uh, I don't, I, I'm not a very private person clearly, but I mean, rather than giving you guys like daily and weekly updates and whatnot, and I'll just, I'll leave it be, you know, and if we're chatting, you know, as I do with a lot of you, just, you know, well, you know, eh, it's going good. It's going good, you know, or whatever feedback I'll tell you, but I just, and for, for the time being, unless I, it's something significant, I, uh, I will leave it off the podcast, but the good news is I've got a little bit of hope because I will be speaking to someone and trying to, to better myself overall groovy groovy. Okay. Um, I also did some samplings before I left. So right before I left, I did, uh, like some wine and some beer samplings. Honestly, it was just a slight, I just took the gigs. I shouldn't have been working that weekend. I should have been getting more ready for the trip and things like that. But to be totally honest with you, February is a pretty quiet month. So I took every little gig that I could. I did those those buns and food ones. I did uh uh what is it? Uh this this last week I did alcohol ones and LCBOs. So just did everything I could to to, you know, earn as much cash and and try to land on my feet when I get back home. Um the good news is though, from that episode, or sorry, from uh from the calls and stuff that I did, like I, I was, you know, working like a it's yeah, whatever. I'm not trying to be negative, but it's, uh, <laughs> every one of my stories is no, it's short. I just mean it's tough because I say like working like an idiot and some of you might be like, like with your hands and physically it's like, no, but the amount of like emails and messaging and, and like now that I'm working for all these different companies, it's like the, the constant, like you're, you're bidding in the sense that you're constantly throwing your hat in the ring with against other people. Right. So I'm, I've got, I've got to constantly sell myself on every little program that I see posted and, and things like that. So I was, I was scurrying and, and pitching myself for a lot of different programs, um, before I left really over the entire course of February, but, but not getting as many as I would have liked, Mm. but I believe I landed a good one because, uh, it would appear that I'm working. Uh, I mean, they told me congratulations and they offered me work and I did all my onboarding and stuff like that. But I will be working for um, Nespresso uh, through a company that I, I work with all the time. I'll be working for Nespresso selling um, their machines uh, in Costco's. So and the good part about that is I'll be working at four different locations and two each for each, sorry, two weeks for each location. So it looks like I've got a good solid full-time hours for two months straight at some pretty decent uh, cash. So um, I'm thrilled about that. I had my meeting with, uh, with the guy who's running that and it's going to be fun. I'm probably just like a goofball, uh, wearing the silly bistro hats, whatever, but you know what? I love Costco. I love the Nespresso machines and I love the fact that I make some money, um, you know, for every machine sold. So I, I guarantee because I'll be spending so much time with it. I'll end up buying one. I already love the machines. I've, I've found them. I'm like, eh, do I drink that much coffee? But you know what? Since I've been like eating one meal a day, PS haven't been doing that on this trip. Um, too much good food that I can't get at home that I've had to try. So not the case with, uh, with this trip so far. Um, but, uh, and I've, of course today is Friday. I will only be telling you guys what's happened up until uh, the end of the day, Tuesday. 
because you know that's there's what you'd get on a regular basis plus i gotta i gotta keep something to tell you for next week's podcast which will be on time not to worry um so yeah i'm gonna be working espresso i got some uh some other gigs that should be coming down the pipeline so it's back to the grind for me and uh so when i come back it'll be all right be back to you know the gym back to eating eating good and and less uh it'll be back to to working events it'll be you know going to the therapist so you know lots of good life coming forward and what what's the what's the best thing about it is is you know back in march in march we start to hopefully the weather starts turning around you know what i mean a little bit warmer days you know april showers bring may flowers blah 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 but blah, blah, blah. i'll be i have other projects i'm working on too that i've i've delayed and and whatnot so you know good good things coming ahead so i'll tell you about my trip uh, prep there was a couple things I had to do. I, I completely forgot until not long before the trip that um, they have different electricity here. Um, they have like, you know, different, different outlets. So I was like, oh shit, I better get a, a an adapter so I can use my products here. And I went out and I bought one at, uh, at a store. And then like three days before the trip, I was looking at it and it was like, oh, this is an adapter. It's not a power converter. And, and very quickly, the difference is um, I don't expect you to know the numbers or whatever, but they use 220 in the UK and our stuff uses like 120 or 110 or whatever it is. So the whole idea is that like whenever people like will buy an adapter, you go ahead and plug your hair dryer or something in and it fries right away. And the whole reason is it's getting twice as much power as it's looking for. So it doesn't actually convert the power. It just makes it so that you can actually plug your, your item into the wall itself. So some things like laptops and, and iPhones and certain things like that will do their own power conversion. Um, but to me, that's very risky. And then, and then there's like regular things you want to plug in, like, you know, like my, my charger for my electric toothbrush and things like that. I just plug it in the wall and fry my, my thing. I'm not looking to do that. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to need something that actually converts the power. doesn't just allow me to plug it into the wall. So like two days out, I think on Friday, I ordered something off of Amazon that had like next day delivery. That's actually a power converter. And it has been working for me very successfully this entire time, keeping all my stuff charged nicely. Um, and then of course my folks were like, Hey, do you have a raincoat? And I was like, to be honest, no. Cause they're like over there. You don't need a winter coat. It's, it's just raining all the time. So this, this, prep for the trip and everything like that's been pretty costly to me so i uh i was like yeah no i i don't have a raincoat and they're like well if you want we'll we'll get you a raincoat so and a gift from my uh from my mom and my dad so a couple of days uh before the trip i went to uh to uh, uh whatever I'm not, I'm not plugging them fuck them it's so expensive um i went to uh i went to a store and i picked up uh, a raincoat now this is like an outdoor store or whatever like that and i think i picked up a coat that was like 250. It's a great raincoat. It really was. It really is. And it's working fantastic. But uh, it is, it was like 250 bucks, but it was on clearance for like 120. So I got it. For, I got it for a great price. Still 120 bucks for a coat is not cheap, but, uh, but I, compared to what it was, uh, it's great. And it's a little bit small, but the whole thing right now, guys, is I'm losing weight. And uh, in order to, in order to, you know, rather buy, rather than buy something that, you know, in, in hopefully two or three months will be way too big. I'd rather be a little small now and then it's just right. And then as I continue to lose weight, maybe it's just a little bit big then, you know, 
So very happy with the purchase. Uh, very happy with the jacket. So I got my power converter and I got myself a raincoat, uh, both of which I've been using daily here in the UK. So great, uh, great prep for that. I uh, saw a movie called Knives Out with uh, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America. That was a great flick. Um, it wasn't like it got really high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. It wasn't bad by any means. I just didn't find it like this groundbreaking thing. It was kind of like a little whodunit mystery. And I was entertained the entire time. But um, in terms of like, I've seen movies that got like 70s and 80s that were, in my opinion, way better than this. So I don't know what this this rating was based on, but um, again, a, a good movie, but like 97 or whatever it is, not a chance, not in my books. But an all-star cast, and maybe that's just what it was. It had an all-star cast and there wasn't really any flaws to it. I just, at no point did I find it like uber compelling, but had a good time. I wanted to go see it with uh, with, with my mom and Simon. So I did that. What else did I do? Uh, I went to the doctor because I still was having a hard time beating this cold. I still have the cold, but it's more like I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get on a plane internationally in a few days and um, I can't get on a plane if I'm coughing because everyone's worried about the coronavirus and stuff like that. So, you know, they're shutting people down at the airport. So I was like, yeah, no, I, I need something. I waited forever and then I got this like teleconference doctor. So I'm basically standing there with like, a, I guess, a nurse or a doctor in training who's you know, taking all my info down. And then finally, um, we get, yeah, I think, I think finally we get this guy who tele whatever, come on. It was like, it was like Skype doctor. And he was on there for like, he, he tried to get off the thing. Like the second he started and I was like, he was like, yeah, just take your, uh, take your Ventolin, take a Simbacort and uh, you'll be good to go. And I go, well, hold on a second, man. I've been taking Ventolin. I've been taking Simbacort. It's not working. I've had this for like three and a half weeks. And I go, and I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm headed to Scotland this weekend. He's like, well, that's fine. If you get to, he's like, if you're still having problems in the weekend, just go see a doctor in Scotland. I mean, they have doctors there. And I was like, well, first off, do I even have medical coverage there? Secondly, if I'm, if I'm coughing like this, I'm not even getting to Scotland. So I basically like forced him to give me a, an antibiotic prescription. I was like, even if it has a placebo effect, just if I'm taking pills, like my brain might just go, Hey, you're getting better in my body and whatever we, the, the, the placebo effect has definitely recorded effects over, over the years. Like people who were just taking placebos, but believed they were getting better still, you know, got better. So, um, fuck them. Anyways, fucking losers at apple tree, honest to God. Um, they don't give a, I, I, I can't say this for sure. I feel like they don't give a fuck. You know, you can't come at me for my fucking feelings. So I really don't like going there, but sometimes when you're like, okay, well, I got to see somebody today. If you know, a real doctor isn't available, you got to go see the, the fucking, uh, I don't even know what the hell they are. Again, I'm not shitting. Like I can't be like, where this, I'm not making declarations to fucking comedy podcast. Although not everything I say is funny. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else did I do? I did a whiskey tasting with my friend, Sean, Megan, uh, I believe Christy and Yannick, I believe their names are Yanis. Um, they came over, we tasted some uh, amazing bourbons, uh, Eagle rare Blanton's and uh, wild Turkey rare breed, some great bourbons, um, and played some games and it was great. We did that on Valentine's day. Valentine's day is a particularly difficult day for me. Um, and, and, being a good human being, I'm, I can't really get into why obviously now, obviously you guys aren't stupid. Um, you know, it's, it's Valentine's day and I got in a relationship and I've been talking about how rough it's been. Um, I also, like I said, omitted something, uh, from the last episode that made everything a lot tougher too. Um, but overall a staple in my relationship, something happened on Valentine's day years ago and Valentine's day has been a very, very difficult day ever since. 
And so I've, I've talked about how, uh, lately I've just run through this gauntlet of sentimental, important days, you know, going through Christmas. And again, I was sick through a lot of it. So going through Christmas, then new year's has always had special significance for me and the ex, uh, then my birthday, then, uh, you know, the recording and then Valentine's day. It's just like these, these, these significant days and just trying to get through them, you know? So it's been, uh, yeah, my heart's been like just shreds confetti blowing in the wind for the last little while. So, um, it was really, really great that I didn't have to spend Valentine's night, uh, alone. And, um, cause you know, your head goes in a certain, you know, in, in places. And actually, even though we did a whiskey tasting, I didn't partake. Um, I was worried about kind of how the alcohol would affect me, uh, you know, emotionally and it's a depressant. So, you know, I just, they were great. Everybody stayed. We played games. We had a good time until about midnight and I was able to just kind of go upstairs and go to bed. I think it was even maybe one o'clock by the time everyone left. So it was good. I didn't have to spend that whole night, you know, going to, to bad places in my head. Like, you know, anyways, so, uh, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Christy and Yannick. If I've got those correct, um, I had a really good time and it was a perfect distraction. Uh, loved it. So Sunday, 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 I did an event and then, um, and then went to the airport, got my shit together, went to the airport and, uh, we hopped on a flight, uh, direct flight from Ottawa to, uh, Heathrow in London. Um, I got, uh, the, the, the guy at the gate was great. Actually, you know what? I had a great little experience before we left. Simon and I were there early enough to have a beer before we got in the plane, met a lovely lady by the name of, if I'm not mistaken, Katie, um, I could be wrong. Uh, she was chatting, we were chatting whiskey. Uh, she added me on Facebook. She was a lovely server at, uh, the, uh, airport bar there. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that was, that was the great, great kickoff. Just a, a really sweet girl who was like, oh, I'd love to, to hang out sometime and maybe talk whiskeys and learn and da, 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 da. So I was like, yeah, it's great. I'm going to Scotland to get some more whiskeys right now. Try out some magical ones. So that was cool. And then the guy, uh, one of the flight, I guess, uh, I don't know what to call them there. They were your customer service representative or whatever. He, uh, let me switch my seat. So I looked at the plane, saw what was available and Simon and I were the last two to get on the plane. And, uh, that's, that was a suggestion from my buddy, Max, who listens to the podcast, Max, shout out to you in Toronto. Max had suggested, uh, Max works for all sorts of different uh, airlines that currently, uh, well, I don't shit. I don't mind him in trouble. Anyways, he had suggested to me that. When you get on, when you go, wait to get on last and then just ask the, uh, the, the guys if you can switch seats. So he, I basically found a section of seats. Like, so it's the ones that have like the three seats in the middle of the plane. And I found one that had three seats vacant and I just asked for the middle one. So basically Simon was sitting in a, it, Simon wanted a window seat somewhere else and he was next to somebody. But I was like, yeah, I'll take those three seats there with nobody on them for my, you know, six or seven hour flight. And, uh, it was great. I put all my shit you know, uh, under the seats and the seats next to me. So I didn't have to like the overhead stuff was like, was pretty full, but, um, yeah, I got on the plane. I watched, uh, three movies. So I had like the in-flight meal, which was, which was decent. I, I probably had like three drinks on the plane. Um, trying to sleep. It was a long day and I wanted to sleep, but unfortunately I think the old, I, I fell asleep at one point, uh, near the end. I was finally like, oh, I'm going to get a little bit of rest here. Finally fell asleep. And the person behind me who never did this once during the entire trip, when I finally fell asleep, they kicked the seat and woke me up and I couldn't get back to sleep. I think I might've been asleep for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but, uh, I think, uh, yeah. And then they, they kicked the seat, woke me up and, and that was it. So, uh, you know, whether it's accidental or not, big fuck you to that person. 
Uh, I tried to sleep the whole plane. It's just, it's really uncomfortable to sleep on the plane. But uh, I watched uh, three movies. I watched Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Eh, definitely wasn't the uh, the entertainment that the first one was. But I watched it. You know, if you like the first Zombieland movie, it's a little bit more of the same with, uh, you know. Yeah, whatever. It's a little more of the same. All right. Then I watched this movie called Ready or Not. And it had this blonde uh, blonde actress who was in like some sort of babysitter movie, like a killer babysitter movie on Netflix. She was also very brief, briefly in um, Ash versus the Evil Dead show that they had on like Showtime or Stars or something. She's been in a few things. Anyways, uh, it's a movie where like this family, when you when you marry into their family, you have to play a game and then she gets this game called uh, whatever. She gets hide and seek. And the whole idea is that the whole family is like chasing her through this house trying to kill her. Like their, their lot in life is to kill this bitch before the sun comes up. Whatever, just a stupid suspense, horror, scary movie, you know, thriller, I would say it's not really scary, but thriller. So watch that. And it wasn't half bad. You know, it's it, it's like this, but let's put it this way. Zombieland and ready or not were perfect movies to watch on the plane. You got nothing better to do. So watch them and they're mildly entertaining. Um, had I paid to go see them or something, I might've been like, well, that was shit, but they were entertaining, definitely entertaining. And then of course I, I, for the third, like there wasn't a whole lot on the, the, plane that I wanted to see. It wasn't really Simon watched it, these two fucking independent films or whatever. Anyways, um, I watched uh, once upon a time in Hollywood for the second time, uh, and enjoyed it. Tarantino does a great job. His stuff's entertaining. I got to watch it the second time knowing a little bit more, but, um, yeah. So that was, that was my, my flight to Heathrow fell asleep in the middle of what's about a time, which is fine. Cause you want to put on something you've seen before. You don't want to get sucked into something, but, uh, yeah, I got, uh, what did I put here? Flights to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Well, I told you about the movies, right? I told you about that. I told you about the seat upgrade, having the middle. It was great. Super great. I got, uh, I had a reasonable amount to drink on the plane. Reasonable. I actually basically had one drink every two hours, which, you know, to some people might, might go, man, you should have tried harder. Maybe, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have. But we got to Heathrow at like, I guess it was like eight o'clock in the morning, their time. Cause we left at eight, got there at eight. So it was like seven hour flight. Yeah. Cause you had seven hours, five hours, 12 hours, 12 is five hour difference. Yeah. So seven hour flight got there at like eight 30. And then I went to uh, the lounge cause I, I, you know, got a new MasterCard that gives me lounge access. And I just found something out today. That's little, little, little troublesome, but I'll figure it out. We go and get it figured out. Uh, the whole idea is you get like, uh, there's lounges all over the world in airports and they're pretty nice. They got food and a nice place to eat and free drinks and stuff like that. So I get, I guess on my MasterCard, I get two free passes to these lounges a year. That's about uh, 30. I think they charge you like 31 pound, 31 uh, US. So probably like, let's say like 40, 40, 45 bucks Canadian is what it would cost you. Um, so uh, we get to there. Uh, when we get to the, when we get to Heathrow, we actually had to take a bus to our terminal and it drove for like five to 10 minutes. So imagine if like how big that fucking airport is when you're at one terminal and you take a 10, you know, five to 10 minute bus ride to the terminal that you're in. Like it was huge. It was fucking huge. Um, so we get to the lounge and I go, okay, I want to use one of my passes for me. And then I, and then you have the option of, of, uh, letting somebody else pay to come in too. So I, I offered to let Simon, you know, uh, I offered to, to put his money on my, like it costs you less if you just put it on the credit card. I offered to do that. And he said no. And he paid cash. I physically watched him pay cash and then take the money. 
So I, I used up one of my free passes and Simon paid to get in and it was groovy. Now here's a little side note. I just noticed today that on my card, there was a charge for the, the, the lounge. So I used, and then I checked my passes and, and one of my two passes had been used. So they charged me and they took one of my passes and I watched Simon pay cash. So we paid for three and there was only two of us. So I got to get them to fix that. Um, anywho, um, blah, biddy, blah, biddy, blah, blah. So yeah, we went into the lounge. The lounge had a nice big breakfast spread. Um, they had free drinks. Simon drank a lot. Um, now I would imagine too that he had slept mostly. I had to get up early and do a tasting, then come back and 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 pack and just do a ton of shit. So I'd been up since early in the morning, and it is now like eight o'clock the next day. I think we're. I, I think you take five hours out of there. So I was. I was. I was a full day uh, awake. And traveling stresses me out a little bit. All right, I wasn't able to sleep on the plane or anything like that, and we we weren't even getting to Glasgow until like two. Like we had a f- all like five minutes shy of a five hour layover, so we're like, okay, we got a lot of shit to do. So I'm still kind of stressed out. When we got to Heathrow, actually, before we made it to the lounge, we found all these whiskey shops. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff, I posted the different whiskey shops that we were at and things like that. So we were getting actually some t- some whiskey taste in there. Then we went to the lounge, uh, had reasonable amount of food at the lounge. Uh, Simon was just drinking his fucking face off, but I was already f- fading and I'm like, I can't get drunk right now cause I'll pass out and we need to get on another plane. So sat in the lounge, had a good time. Uh, yeah, it, it was fantastic. Simon definitely made use of the money that he spent to get in there, uh, in drinks. And then, uh, we got on our British airways plane, um, small seats, nothing, you know, three seat by three seat, uh, plane, uh, it was only like an hour flight, but it was slightly delayed or whatever. Then we got in the plane and this was the first plane I've ever been on. So I've been on Delta. I've been on uh, Porter. I've been on Air Canada and I've been on uh, British Airways and British Airways was the only time I've ever been on a plane where we went up in the air. And if, if you wanted anything, it cost money. So like, even as they're normally, it's like you can get you know, little snacks and, and uh you know, drinks and coffee and stuff like that. No, no booze necessarily, but you get a free, you can have coffee or pop or water for free. And there's usually like, you know, peanuts is the hacky thing, but I've actually never been on a plane that's offered me peanuts. It's usually little chips, cookies, crackers, something, a little snack. Now, all of them have like paid meals. If you want to buy better snacks or buy booze or things like that, like those are all options. But British Air was the only one that was like only paid stuff. And I was like, huh. Then it was late leaving. The plane was the plane was the driest plane I've ever been on, and I thought that's a huge conflict of interest. I mean, not to say it was just, wasn't just the set of whatever it was, but it was like we're on this fucking plane. It is so dry in here, and if you want anything to drink at all, you have to pay for it. I'm like, that's kind of sneaky. It's like when they oversalt fries or oversalt chips or popcorn or, or nachos, so that you get you know at a bar, so that you're like extra thirsty when you eat them and you buy more drinks. It's you know, it's a fucking scam, but but it's part of the you know what it is. So <clears throat> excuse me. So the British British Airways flight was up and down. Uh, Heathrow was sunny when we got there. Everyone's like, oh, it's raining all the time in London. It was so sunny when we got there. It was beautiful. We got on the British Airways flight. We go way up in the clouds. I have pictures of how blue the fucking sky was above the clouds. And then we came back down through the clouds at Glasgow. And it was fucking, it was, it was gray, 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 gray. And then it started to rain right as the plane touched down. Um, and it was done by the time we actually got through the airport. So we had to go through the airport. And by the time we got outside, it was just gray. And then it's, and then it's been off and on rain the whole time we've been here. Like I, like you see the sun come out in a blue sky for like 30 minutes 
if that, and then it's right back to gray and then rain and then just cycles through it. But the last few days have been just like straight rain, um, straight rain, none of that gay rain. Um, but yeah, so we got off at uh, Glasgow and then we hit, uh, so again, my last episode talking about like shit going wrong. Like I even looked into the lounge or whatever, tried to prepare myself for it. So, um, I felt like that went off without a hitch, you know, and then find out today I was definitely wrong about that. So here's, here's where, you know, we didn't have a huge issue with our planes. It just wasn't great. I, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember something happened. No, no, the rental was the first thing. So we get to our, uh, we get to the, the rental spot at the airport, Glasgow, pick up our shit, get to the airport. And when we get to the rental, they're asking us, so did you want the insurance? And I'm like, well, of course I want the insurance, but we, we paid for it on Expedia when we, when we bought it on Expedia, um, we, you know, the trip, everything, hotel, car, rental, everything it's, we, we chose the, you know, the extra insurance option and they said, oh, well that's not showing up here. And in fact, if you get the insurance through them, it's like their own special insurance. So like in the event that something happens to the vehicle, you, you know, you'd make a claim through them and there's certain things they cover certain things that they don't, you know, but we still charge you 500 pounds with a claim number. So if something happens, you try to make a claim through them, give us a claim number. We charge you 500 pounds without a claim number. It's 5,000 pounds. So it's like, of course we will replenish the difference, but that's what we take. I'm like, Okay. And I go, well, that's fucked up and, and whatnot. So I'm like, okay, well, what's the, what's the insurance? Cause normally back in Canada and we were, this was the rent enterprise. So normally in Canada, you know, you rent a vehicle and it's like 11 or $12 a day for, for full coverage. Uh, here it was like uh full coverage shy of like a hundred dollar deductible. So even if, even if something happens, I only have to pay a hundred and sorry, not a hundred dollars, a hundred pounds. So I, we, we got the additional coverage. But if something happens, we have to pay a hundred pounds, which again, you know, rather than 500 or 5,000 or buying a new vehicle, I'm like, okay, but here's the thing I go. So how much is that coverage? And she says 193 pounds guys. That's all. That's $330 Canadian for six days with this vehicle, six or seven days with this vehicle. So that was a huge extra expenditure that Simon and I had. And here's the thing. If we didn't need the vehicle to drive to Isla, to drive to Edinburgh from where we were, I would have just said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just keep the vehicle. We're not going to get it. You know, doesn't, doesn't matter. It's the same price as the flights, but we, since we had to get the vehicle, we had to incur this extra expenditure. So that was fucking off. And we we're trying to find all these different ways around it. Like I'm like, my credit card says that we have, I know I have rental car insurance, but we didn't book the trip on my credit card. So it might not be covered. Like all these different things. We spent like an hour, hour and a half at this rental place, trying to find an alternative and figure out exactly trying to call Expedia, but Expedia only has like North American numbers or it has like a collect call uh, not call, not collect call, but like a, a paid international number. So I'm like, I'm already going to fork at 193 bucks. I'm not going to sit on the phone with Expedia for 40 minutes paying, you know, $3 a minute, you know, just cost more to find out like, yeah, there's, we don't take care of you. I Googled a bunch of stuff and there was a bunch of people online saying like Expedia's insurance is garbage or whatever. This is what I Googled. I'm not saying this as a, you know, one man podcast proven fact, but, um, I would suggest not getting, unless you can reach out guys and tell me that you've had a better experience going through your travel agent for the car insurance. I was basically told that going forward, just rent the vehicle from the place, uh, buy the insurance from the place. Don't get it from the, the travel site because it's like, it's a lesser insurance. They take the money and they don't give it to the car company. So anywho, uh, yeah. So we forked it a ton of shit. Then we got to our hotel um, driving on the, of course, the opposite. I don't call it wrong because wrong makes it sound like you're in America. This is the wrong side of the road. No, it's right where they are. The right, well, the correct side of the road, but 
So I just say it's the opposite side and it's fucked up. They have all sorts of roundabouts here and roundabouts are relatively easy to manage, but their lines are painted in such a way that the, the, the lanes end and then start new ones. And when you're already on the opposite side of the road, it's kind of fucked up and their speed limit signs are small. They're every, everything is very different here. Like they don't, and when I say very small, like, you know, when you get like a tea saucer, like I would say it's like a small dessert plate at a buffet size sign. You know, and you're supposed to see it when you get close to it. Um, it's re- it's great. And the speed limits change constantly. Like every three blocks they change. So you're constantly trying to find the the thing or whatever. So it's, it's freaky. And they're allowed to park uh, whatever direction they want on the roads here. So like in Canada, or at least in Ontario, um, you can only park on the street facing the direction of the lane. It's you actually get it. I've, I've gotten a ticket before because I was parked the opposite way facing. So, but, but when you're driving, that's kind of a good little visual clue of like what lane is, you know, is this a one way street or is it a two way street? And, and just a little, you know, if you were in Canada and you were, and you were from, you know, a country that drives on the opposite side of the road, at least you'd be able to look at the street and see all the cars facing in a direction on the side of the street parked. And you go, oh, okay, I drive that direction on this side. No, the other side, they're facing the other way here. They can park any which way they want on any side of the street. So there's no visual help to, to, to remind you like, Hey, on this, this lane over here, this one over there, none of that stuff. Not to mention the fact too, that you're used to looking left before you turn right, because that's where the danger comes from. Well, now you got to train yourself to look the opposite way. And, and, and to you guys, it all sounds easy. I'm telling you right now, your knee jerk reaction. It's like, let's, it's like putting this way. You know how they say it's like riding a bike. Like a lot of things in life are just like riding a bike. Well, imagine something about bike riding just all of the sudden changed out of nowhere and it was completely opposite and you go, well, yeah, but you're just, your muscle memory is before you pull out into the street, you always look, uh, you know, you always look left first. If you're turning right, well, you can't do that here because you know, even just if you're like, yeah, you stay left is a tight left. Yeah. But you're still looking the wrong way because the danger's coming from the other side now in the lane. You're like, it's hard to explain, but it's not as simple as just drive on the opposite side of the road is all I'm saying. I've done it and I've gotten pretty goddamn good at it while I'm here, but I'm saying that the initial part is scary as fuck. So we finally got to our hotel and we had to get on like a, a highway and do a bunch of roundabouts and all sorts of shit getting here. But, uh, simple as that. We, we got to our hotel around like 5 PM, which means at this point, uh, been up for about 26 or 27 hours straight. So fading, tired, want to shower, all that stuff. Um, we get to our hotel and they give us a room. Uh, we were even telling them like we had a nightmare. The thing they give us a room, we get into a room and it's one bed. Uh, we booked two twin beds. For some reason, I thought a twin bed was like a double. I don't know why I thought that, but it's like a fucking barracks bed, a single bed, like you're, you know, camp or whatever. So we go down to the thing. And I show them on the Expedia things like, guys, it's supposed to be uh, two two twin beds. And like, oh, that's weird. That's not what we have here. And I'm like, yeah, fuck Expedia. They've already fucked us in so many ways, seemingly. Um, but uh, yeah, so they went down. They gave us the twin beds. We come into the next room, and it looks like a single bed, except there's like a tiny little tiny little groove in the middle of the bed. So it was two single beds pushed together, or sorry, two twin beds pushed together. Uh, so I pulled them apart and then, and we finally just kind of went, okay. So I think at this point it was like six or six o'clock or so. I'm like, Simon, let's have a quick, uh, little nap buddy. Cause I got nothing in the tank. So we, we were going to have like a 30 minute nap. It ended up being like an hour and 45 minutes, but I, I had to wake Simon up and I'm like, okay, listen, let's, let's get up and let's go have at least dinner. Let's go at least have dinner. We don't want to waste a whole evening. And if we pass out now, we're going to be, our clocks are going to be all fucked up for here. So I'm like, let's go have dinner. We'll get back at like, you know, 10 or 11. And then we'll 
pass the fuck up, if I, you know, if I pass the fuck out and wake up the next day and, and then make a day of it, whatever. So um, we ended up going to a place called the Ubiquitous Chip, which uh, was in our, our little travel books is a great place to go. Um, we took an Uber into Glasgow because I was like, fuck this. I'm too tired and whatnot to figure out this opposite side of the street thing right now. Like, let's just make it a no brainer. Simon totally agreed. We, we, we took an Uber, had a, had a great meal at the Ubiquitous Chip. We had a French server we had a polish server and then we had a scottish server all all of them were helping out um great meal the fucking the french fries chips were absolutely hand cut you know different sizes whatever absolutely amazing uh simon had like a fish grilled fish or whatever and i had this like meat plate these different kinds of porks and stuff like that whatever there's again there's pictures on my my instagram whatever great uh great spot great digs uh and then we uh, walked down the street, picked up, uh, I had to pick up some like Listerine and stuff. Cause they took, they took my shit at the airport. They took my, I don't know why I packed, I should have packed my toiletries into my luggage. Instead, I wasn't thinking and I put it in my bag. I was just trying to make things fit where they fit and I couldn't bring the the liquids on there. So they threw out my, uh, what did they throw out? They threw out my hair, hair stuff. They threw out my uh, shaving cream and they showed sh- pretty expensive shaving cream and they threw out my, uh, mouthwash. So I lost like 30, 40 bucks worth of shit. Um, all in one go, I eh, made it closer to 30 either way. Um, so ubiquitous chip was great. I uh, had a great time, grabbed some shit on the street. Um, I, and someone was telling me I had to go across the way to some place called Mario's and get a deep fried Mars bar. Apparently it's all about the deep fried Mars bar. Well, by the time we got back, you know, we grabbed an Uber, got back to our hotel. Uh, the bar was just about to close here in the hotel. We decided let's have a beer now that we're safely back. And uh, I think I ate like the Mars bar like two and a half, three hours later. Honestly, it was just gross. It tasted like a tempura Mars bar. Maybe when it's hot and crispy, but when it's dry and or, or cold and soggy, it just tasted like a fucking old Mars bar that had like sort of rubbery bread on the outside. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Whatever. Maybe I'll try another one, but I, I also don't need that shit in my life. Like I honestly, I ate it. I was like, I didn't enjoy any part of that. And I probably just ate like 300, 400, 500 calories. Who knows? So whatever. Um, you make it a ship. Fantastic. Then the next day, uh, they were telling us here that, oh, sorry, I should say, give a, a lot of love to, uh, the bartender barmaid, the lovely angel who was here, uh, Lindsay at the, uh, thing. So Lindsay actually, uh, served us, you know, we were, we were close to, to, to last call or whatever. I thought it'd be like one o'clock like everywhere else, but, um, Lindsay gave us uh, our drinks and actually sat there and chatted with us. We were the only two people in the bar and she sat and she chatted with us till, until midnight. So we should have been done like 11, maybe just afterwards, but she sat and chatted with us and told us all sorts of stuff to look for and, you know, to, to get the breakfast in the morning, the, the buffet here and all we just had a great conversation. She was, she didn't rush us at all, sat down with us and, and asked us questions. We asked her questions. Absolutely great. And I got, I got, uh, we've seen Lindsay again since, but that's, that will be on next week's episode. Um, so the next day, Simon and I got up, uh, I kind of had to force ourselves up because I don't think we got to sleep until like one o'clock in the morning, but, um, the breakfast buffet here, they have all sorts of stuff. So they got like blood, blood pudding. I don't think it's called blood pudding. I think, oh, black, black pudding. I think they call it or whatever. And that's like, uh, it looks like rounds, but apparently it's like pig's blood and then mixed with a bunch of stuff. Uh, they told me to try haggis. Haggis is, um, well, most people know what it is. So here's, here's the thing. Haggis is heart, sheep's heart, lung, liver, organs. Uh, like they do like oats and spices and then they stick it in a pig's stomach, tie the ends and then boil it. Well, I thought they just took the, 
you know, again, there's a picture of me spread. They're like, oh, you spread it on toast. I'm like, how do you spread that on toast? But here's the thing is, is that it's kind of like, it's kind of like the texture of, um, not texture, sorry, but it's kind of like the look, like uh, the look of sausage. So they slice it in the rounds or whatever. But here's the thing. I just thought it was like whole organs in there. So you're like, ugh. It's not, it's actually, they take all that stuff and they grind it all up and puree it and then stick it in with the oats and the spices and everything like that. So the texture is actually infinitely better than you would think. And to be honest with you, when I tried it, it tasted pretty good. It tasted pretty good, but it had like a a slightly different, like I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of like, it's almost like got a bit of like an oatmeal texture with like a bit of like sausage, maybe like liverwurst kind of. And as I'm th- trying to put my nose in the text, like, or sorry, put my, my finger on the texture. I'm also like thinking about what it is. I've always known what it is, but I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, uh, nah. and I just, at that point, once I started thinking about what it is and then the texture is like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I love this. You know, I'm like, it's not bad. I go honestly. And I, I even have to be honest. If I didn't know what it was, I probably would have enjoyed it. But I didn't hate it when I was trying it, but I'm just like, yeah, I just, I just don't think I can get past what it is. Um, but that's the thing. Hey man, I could have just come here and go, nope, sounds gross. Not doing it. I did it. I did it. So, um, we, uh, we went to, uh, yeah, so we had the breakfast, we came back, shower changed, and then we went to, uh, into Glasgow. All right. We were going to take one of those like hop on hop off t- bus tours. But uh, instead, we ended up doing, um, we went to the pot still. It was highly recommended to me by uh, by uh, a friend in Ottawa named Jesse who'd been in Scotland uh, not too long ago. We went to the place called the pot still. Pot still has tons of whiskeys available. Again, a lot of this stuff, guys, if you're following uh, Josh Williams Comedy on Instagram or Facebook, uh, well, if, just if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you'll have it. But if you're following me on Instagram, Josh Williams Comedy, I was posting all of these things as we were doing them. So, uh, you know. Be sure I haven't posted the, the half the week yet, but just because I've been so, so behind and certain areas we've been in, haven't had the reception to like post shit. So, you know, this is your opportunity to follow me. Now you will see a lot of these other things coming. I'll be posting more shit. Um, went to the pot still, uh, our, our barmaid's, uh, name was Sally, I believe. And, uh, Sally, you know, we, we had lot, we, st- Simon and I were there for like two hours, three hours, maybe just drinking whiskeys and, and talking whiskey. And then we got uh, some recommendations for a place. I wanted to have macaroni pies and macaroni pies are, uh, what are they? Um, it's like a tiny little tart almost like the pie crust is like, it's not like I thought it would be like a tiny little tortier or shepherd's pie. Like the kind of things you can get in restaurants where it's like a little, little one in a, in a silver tin foil dish. Cause Nick Martinello was telling me like, Hey, you gotta get it. You gotta get a macaroni pie, buddy. you gotta, you gotta get the macaroni pie. It's great. And I was like, all right. You know, I'll, I'll get one, but I thought like a pastry, pastry, flaky pie crust, you know, and then the macaroni in it and then, and then the top. So the macaroni pies don't have that. In fact, the pie crust that they're in is kind of like, I'm trying to think. So it's like, sometimes you can get like key lime pies, like little key lime pie tarts that have like these thin walled ones. It's almost like a perfect, it's almost like if, if a ramekin dish was, um, was, was pastry, but at the same time, like a, like half the thickness of a ramekin dish, you know what I mean? It's almost like, it's not got the texture of a cracker, but it's halfway between a cracker and a pie crust that, that the macaroni pie sits in. And then the top is just exposed macaroni, delicious, super greasy, but fucking delicious. Although they had two other ones at this place that we went to, uh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Um, macaroni pie was on my list of things to try. Everyone had recommended it. Um, 
So we went to this place around the corner from the pot still called uh, the Good Spirits Company, and we had a great conversation with a woman named Victoria there who was Lithuanian. Shockingly, the only Lithuanian I've ever met in my entire life, shy of my buddy Peter back in Ottawa. And uh, she was letting us try whiskeys, talking whiskeys, telling us about all these different things. Um, Simon and I picked up cigars there that we meant to smoke earlier this week, but it's just been so, again, the next episode, I'll tell you all about that shit. But uh, they had recommended us to, Sally had recommended us that we go to a place called Old Salty's for the macaroni pies and some of the stuff there. I had said that we were trying to, we were going to be going to Isla and I wanted to try some fish and chips somewhere, you know, just to, to get a nice breaded piece of fish and chips. And they were saying that like, nope, no, you got to. You know, you got to have it on Isla because they, they're so close to the ocean that, you know, it'll be fresh caught that day or whatever. Um, so anyways, macaroni pies, old salties. We went to the Good Spirits Company. Simon and I picked up cigars, uh, did a lot of whiskey chatting, had a great time having conversations with them. And uh, and then we walked through Glasgow. And as we were walking through Glasgow, it started to rain. It was the first time I was able to put my rain jacket to the test. And uh, it rained. I took pictures. It was about a 45-minute walk over to... Uh, to the old salties. It's funny. Old salties is literally two blocks away from the ubiquitous chip where we had been the night before. So it's kind of funny to end up right back in the same neighborhood, walking the exact same streets. Um, we'd also picked up some late night groceries at a place called Tesco or whatever. It was like this tiny little, tiny little like hole in the wall grocery store. It wasn't very big. It was like a convenience store that was slightly bigger and, uh, it looked shitty. It looks shitty, not the shit on their company or whatever. It just looks shitty. Like half the shelves were bare. And I don't mean like a lot of stuff was missing. I'm talking like half the shelves were bare, like they were going out of business. Oh, thank you, Lefroy. Um, But anyways, yeah. So we, uh, we ended up going to Old Salty's walk through Glasgow. I got to see like the university and some nice spots. I got pictures I'll post. And Old Salty's, I had the macaroni pie. Um, Simon and I were also on a time, time crunch because we were like, okay, tomorrow morning, we got to leave at like 3am to make our ferry ride to Isla. So we're like, we, we got to go out. We got to come back real early so that we can go to sleep to get up at three o'clock. Um, so we did old salties. Uh, both Simon and I had, uh, had size. I think Simon got a curry pie. It was just like curry chicken pie. And, uh, he had uh, fish and chips there if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's what he, yes, he had the fish and chips and I had a macaroni pie with, with fries and it was delicious. And then, uh, we both had like the homemade churros, which were really, really good. And, uh, and then they're like, yeah, and if you want, you can get a takeaway pie. They're cheaper. I was like, they're cheaper. So I paid like four pounds per pie. And these are little pies, by the way, they're not like fucking giant pies, but I got, a uh, like a steak pie, which is basically just ch- big chunks of beef covered in gravy cooked into a pie. The other two, the curry pies and the uh, steak pies had like puff pastry on top. So they actually had like, like pastry on top. Uh, the macaroni was, so I got one more macaroni pie and a, and a steak one for the, the hotel in case I got hungry late night, which I did. And then, uh, we hopped in our Uber and headed back to the old, uh, Glen Hill, which is where we've been staying. And the whole staff here is absolutely amazing at the Glen Hill. Uh, kind, courteous, whatnot. I'll tell you more about that in an upcoming episode. Well, in the next episode, I should say, but, uh, for the time being, it's it's surprising. I actually had more to say this episode, but the last one, I guess I rambled on about stories that I had. Um, the place is great, man. Uh, Scotland has been great so far. It's, uh, it's raining constantly off and on. Um, but you know, like without, it's funny because without giving too much away, right. I'm trying to save what's happened since for, uh, for the next episode. But, uh, like the food's been pretty good. Um, 
it, we one of the things we noticed is that they have uh, these chips called Walker chips, and they're basically Lay's. And by that I mean, like, if you look at the label, it's like the yellow banner with the red circle behind. Basically, Lay's logo. Instead of being called Lay's, it's called Walker. And I thought it was really funny because I'm like, I've never really associated Walkering, you know, Walkers chips. Really, people are eating chips. They're all they're known for their, you know, being Walkers. I don't think so. I think it is better that it's called Lay's. And the because that's what you do. You lay around and eat chips for the fat fucks just laying there. Um, so I'm going to try that out tonight. Uh, yeah, I may as well tell you guys I can uh, I can leave the episode with that. Is that um, I will be performing, uh, doing a little spot, get to try out comedy here in uh, in uh, Scotland. So I'll be doing a show this evening, doing a little spot there. See how they like my accent. I've been basically making sure people. People haven't really confused me for American a lot. Some of them said that they can tell, but overall I've had to tell people like, you know, Canadian, Canadian, not American. Um, it's my understanding that they're not big fans of the, uh, the English here. They're not, they're not a big fan of, of England. So, you know, they don't like it when people confuse them with the British. And I'm like, well, it's kind of the same when we get confused with our neighbors to the South, we would, we would much rather have, you know, that we are not them either. So, um, that's it gang. I'm going to, we got to, for the rest of the week. I've got, uh, Simon's Simon's in London right now. So I'm going to be driving into Edinburgh. I'm going to spend an hour on the road. Apparently it's a very busy city with a lot of hard parking. So all of my skills driving on the opposite side of the road, they are all going to come into effect this evening and hopefully I don't die. Um, I'll also be driving by myself. So maybe it'll be easier. Maybe it'll be tougher. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing tonight. Tomorrow night. I'm uh, sorry. I meet, I rendezvous back up with Simon this evening. So I'll be meeting him. We're going to go to, uh, come on, brain. Uh, we're gonna go to the show this evening. We might stay and have a beer there, whatever, but we're gonna try to come back because the bar here at the hotel is open a little later. And I, and I love it here. I do love it here. And there's a great little pizza joint actually that's open, uh, open a little later. So if we can get back in time for that, I'd love to snag a, a little pie, but, um, yeah, all that shit, all that shit for another time. So, um, you guys are the best. I, I, I'm looking forward to my last, uh, two nights here in town. We have to be at the airport very, very early on Sunday morning. Um, cause our, our flights at like six 45. So we gotta get there at like four. So uh, I think the plan is after tomorrow night shows, we drive back from Edinburgh and we're just going to sit at the bar here until like three, we're going to pack tomorrow morning, sit at the bar until like three and then, uh, just throw the shit in the car, bring the car back, drop it off, go into the terminal and just hang there until our, our flight, we can start checking in and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm home, uh, home on Sunday, home on Sunday. So thanks onesies. Sorry for the two late podcasts. Um, you know, appreciate you guys being there. We'll tell you more, of course, as always, if you have any questions, or you want to know more about anything, um, you know, for starters to see a lot of the visuals I'm talking about josh williams comedy on instagram or or you know either follow me or be a friend on facebook and you get to see all the stuff that i'm posting uh, as it happens um a lot of this week i haven't posted yet so you know uh do it do it follow it and and you'll see it when i get it posted i'm going to try to do it maybe tomorrow or sitting around the airport first thing in the morning on uh on uh, sunday cool so you guys have a great week i will chat with you again soon
nothing I can do about it.